Welcome to GRE Snacks, snackable episodes about the GRE exam and graduate school admissions. I'm Tyler, the founder of Achievable, and we have an affordable GRE course that includes everything you need to ace your GRE exam. A full textbook, tons of GRE questions backed by our memory-enhancing algorithm, and full-length practice exams. You can try it out for free at achievable.me, and if you like it, the code podcast gets you 10% off at checkout. Now, let's get started today with Amit Kapoor from Spari Consulting. And Amit, if you could tell us a little bit about yourself and your company, that would be great. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for having me on. Uh, you know, Sperry Consulting, we've been around for about 15 years. We're a broader career management firm, but uh, about 80, 85% of our uh, client base starts uh, at the uh, stage a lot of your listeners are at, where they're uh, considering an MBA or other graduate uh, uh, education program. Uh, and so we help them along the way, finding, uh, helping them put their best foot forward and uh, really making them attractive to the, uh, the admissions committees out there, uh, both in terms of admissions and financial aid, and then helping them succeed in their, in their, uh, in their degrees longer run. Fantastic. Yeah, and I think um, makes you a really good person for today's topic, right? Because I think that as much as we all like to pretend that, uh, particularly the graduate school admissions officers like to pretend that this isn't a numbers game, there's definitely some impact that the numbers have on your ability <laughs> to get into different schools at different competitiveness levels. And and so, you know, going into this process, getting a sense for um, what those numbers are, right? What kind of analytics are available to you, where you can start to benchmark yourself, how you can move yourself against that benchmark uh, is all really interesting. So I'd love for you to kind of kick us off here on the best way to uh, use these analytics. Maybe we start with the most obvious one, which is standardized test scores. Yeah, and, and I think you touch on a really important point. Probably the two most important questions in this entire process are, you know, is an MBA right for me? And mm -hmm. if so, which one? Um, and those, you know, sound like simple questions. And we get a lot of clients where they're, hey, I'm going to pull up XYZ rankings, and that's going to tell me which, you know, whether an MBA is right for me, because I can see the, you know, the employment class profiles and the ROIs. And, and uh, you know, I can look at the rankings and see which one's quote, quote unquote, better than the others. Um, the reality is the answer is so individual. Uh, you know, we half joke that sometimes our highest ROI conversations with people we work with are when we convince somebody not to get an MBA, or we convince somebody that another graduate degree is better for them because it's more aligned with their interests. Um, a, a major starting point of that is the standardized test scores. Uh, you know, GMAT and GRE, uh, what we found is, is uh, treated roughly the same by the schools, um, but in doing the standardized test scores, obviously it's, uh, it's an investment for people. Uh, sometimes they don't have the time to make that investment. Um, that's usually a good signal of, of whether you're going to be able to handle the rigor of an MBA program or the rigor of another graduate uh, uh, master's degree. And so, um, or at, that, a, at a minimum, a the signal. rigor of applying to an MBA program, right? Because yeah, you have to do it while you have a job. Yeah, it, a, absolutely. Uh, and it is an additional time pressure. And it's, it's a, usually a good a precursor to how busy you're going to be in a graduate degree. Uh, you know, sometimes people think that uh, it's, it's time off or it's, a, it's an opportunity to reflect and it's sort of this passive experience. Uh, we, we like to remind people for the vast majority of people out there, you know, and, uh, I can speak to an MBA because I did it. 
I find myself busier during my MBA than at any other time in my life because it was that that pressure of waking up every day and, and facing 40 hours worth of stuff that I could do that day. Uh, and so there's that pressure of turning things, you know, having to turn things down. And so similarly, when you're prepping for your standardized testing or, or you know, the time you're investing in some of these analytical or these, these diagnostics, um, you know, if, if you can't carve out the time for that, then it, it, it's probably going to be a signal that, uh, you know, a, a, a degree is, is going to be, you know, more of a challenge for you, regardless of, you know, what other uh, kind of what else is going on in your life. So it's, it's usually a good signal uh, uh, and, and uh, in terms of, uh, you know, whether you get overly stressed out on, on doing the, uh, the, um, the, uh, the, the, the testing itself. Right. Well, so then as far as uh, standardized test score analytics go, right, I think that it, it, it's basically, I wouldn't say common knowledge, but it's generally pretty easy to figure out for a given school, what their average test score is for the GMAT or the GRE. Do you feel like that's a fair statement? Yep. I think that's a fair statement. I, I think one of the, the, the uh, challenges with the GRE is just it, it's a little less confident in knowing what a good score is because the class profiles, the pool of candidates using the, G, the GMAT to get into a, an MBA program uh, is larger than the pool for the GRE. Now that gap has 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 been closing, uh, uh, you know, over the years. Um, but that being said, it's 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 fairly easy to know what a what a good score is for standardized testing. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, you know, so I I think that that is usually a first signal on whether people can handle the academic rigors of a graduate program uh, and how difficult it'll be for somebody to balance those academic rigors with everything else going on in, in somebody's life. Right, exactly. Well, and I think also, I mean, when you're evaluating schools, I think it's important to be realistic about like where you're going to end up, right? Um, you know, if you're if you're getting sort of a 660 or 680 on the GMAT, that's very different than if you're getting a 720 or a 740 in terms of like what schools you're going to be able to get into. Um, yep. Just like no offense and i'm sure there's exceptions there are always exceptions right to like with people with lower test scores getting into things but it's just harder um and so you know if you're setting out on this kind of year-long journey to like go do this thing and go back to school um it's important to at least kind of get a sense for where you're going to start that journey and how if you have a goal that you're going to go to a top 10 school and you take a, you know, a GRE kind of for practice and it's in the 500s, that's, that's going to be pretty hard. Right. Like, so it's, it's all kind of, it's all kind of just like being realistic about um, sort of where your current assets are going to get you. Right. I think the other thing maybe to be thinking about too, is just kind of like resume to an extent. Um, maybe this isn't as analytical, but I do feel like there's probably like kind of like a tier list a little bit in the minds of people about like companies or about, you know, how quickly you've moved up through positions. That part's a little bit more qualitative, but just in general, I think talking to somebody like you, you could probably, they could probably at least give you a ballpark idea of like where you're going to land. Yeah. And I think you touch on an important point of, 
the scores that you get are, are still in the context of all the other elements of the application that you're putting forward. So if you have a below average GRE score applying to your dream school, well, your chances are going to be a lot better if your resume does speak to rapid promotion or high impact, high achievement in the various roles you've had. Um, similarly, uh, you know, if you have maybe you haven't had the opportunity to uh, to have huge impact in the roles you've had, but then have an above average GRE score, that's going to also signal something positive to the admissions committee. So, you know, every everything is in context. There, you know, there's no GRE or standardized test score that's going to guarantee you admission or not guarantee you admission. And so, you know, I think your your point of being, uh, you know, performing to the best of your ability, but also not over investing uh, in the process is is important. It's hard to do, uh, you know, because people see the the average test scores and they go, well, I, you know, I want to be in that range. Well, not everybody has it in in them. To, uh, to do it. And that's okay, because they, they showcase other abilities um, that can sometimes gain them admission to their dream school. But it's also being uh, open-minded and knowing that there are going to be a multitude of schools that help you, that drive positive return on your, your graduate education investment. It doesn't just need to be your dream school. Um, you know, for most people we work with, there's probably 10, 15 schools that are going to be, uh, uh, that are going to pay off in a positive way. Right. And so then we talk about some other analytical measures um, just when we were doing the prep for this, uh, specifically StrengthsFinder and Pro Values are ones that you mentioned. And I'm curious, I haven't heard of these tools before, actually. Um, and so yep. I'm curious, sort of, if you could just give an overview of what each of these things are and then how you can use them in your evaluation, that'd be great. Yeah, so StrengthsFinder is a tool uh, that is, is widely available out there. It's a personality test. It really helps identify, uh, you know, what you're good at and what, you, uh, what, what strengths you bring to the interactions that you have. Uh, ProValue is actually a tool we, uh, we develop, we use with our clients. We, uh, we have several, uh, many corporate partners that uh, we've, we've been partnering with on the, uh, on the tool. Uh, we've designed it to help identify what do you value? Uh, what is it that you're looking for in a career? So for instance, uh, you know, do you value compensation and rewards, uh, something you know, more, more financial quantitative uh, aspect uh, of your career? Do you value camaraderie and, and more of the nature of the work? Do you value intellectual stimulation? Um, whatever, uh, th these diagnostics are helpful for again, increasing somebody's self-awareness of where they are going to find the right fit. Um, and that fit is, is, you know, again, to the earlier part of our conversation, probably the most important thing you need to decide when considering graduate education. Um, it's not just about, uh, you know, where your friends and family are going to, you know, kind of, uh, uh, you know, celebrate you getting into. It's about where your fit is. Um, you know, truthfully, we've had people, clients, go to top 10 programs and they've graduated and they've done okay. But you know, if you ask them after the fact, they'll be like, meh, it was okay. You know, it maybe wasn't as good as I thought it would be. Um, and, and frankly, those, those outcomes are disappointing a little bit because, you know, think of the, the time and the money investment people have had to have maybe an out, you know, sort of an average experience. Um, having that self-awareness, knowing that 
you know, maybe I want a, a, a program that's more social or less social, or I want a bigger program or a smaller program, or I want, uh, you know, the outdoors are very important to me. So I want a school geographically that is, you know, in an environment that I'm going to feel, uh, feel stimulated in, or I want to pursue a career that isn't just about the money, or I want, you know, to pursue a career that values intellectual stimulation, or I've got more leadership opportunities right off the bat. Um, having that self-awareness is critically important to then making decision about whether you go to school and and where you go to school. Right. Got it. Well, yeah, that's all uh, really good feedback. Thank you. And I'm curious kind of as we uh, wrap this topic up, like if there's anything else you want to say about how you can use analytics to determine whether an MBA program is right for you and sort of which one you want to go to, or just about even without the analytics, just like sort of on that topic in general about picking an MBA program or not. Yeah, I, I think, uh, you know, one of the things to remember is that using these tools doesn't commit you to, uh, to applying. Uh, it's, it's valuable even if you decide not to apply, right? It's just, it's gaining awareness of who you are and recognizing that who you are is never wrong. It is who you are. It's mm-hmm. just giving you yourself information where you are realizing, you know, what your strengths are, realizing what you value. Um, that's incredibly insightful for even driving your job satisfaction. Uh, we sometimes get into, you know, run into clients where they want to pursue a graduate degree because they don't like their job. Um, well, one of the ways to solve that situation is to actually find ways to enjoy their job more. Um, mm-hmm. without the cost and the disruption and the expense of getting a graduate degree that maybe isn't really what they want. They're more running away from something. Um, the other thing to remember with these analytics uh, is it's an investment in yourself. So the more effort you can put toward it, um, you know, StrengthsFinder or ProValues, we design ProValues to be, you know, 30 to 45 minutes time investment. Um, so it's not going to ruin your day. It's not going to ruin your week. Um, similarly, StrengthsFinder does not take hours and hours to do. Um, you know, and, and the more, you know, look for some of these diagnostics, do them. Um, you know, you'll find people gain, you, you'll, you'll gain insights about yourself um, that will help you in whatever decision you make, whatever path you choose, whether it's staying where you are and driving more satisfaction there, whether it's making a change. So make that investment in yourself because you, you, you deserve it. Yeah. Love that. Thank you so much. This has been Jiri Snacks, hosted by Tyler from Achievable with Amit Kapoor from Spurry Consulting. And Achievable has a great online Jiri course you can try for free by going to achievable.me. And if you like it, be sure to use the code podcast to get 10% off.